Welcome to Beauty and the Ghee, the podcast about jujitsu and so much more. I'm Jen Eads, a blue belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu black belt obsessed with jujitsu. And we are talking about your kind of circuitous route to your black belt in this episode and what that journey has been like. That was a big word. Will you explain that? <laughs> circuitous. That's <laughs> why we have Google. All right, fine. It's kind of long and winding and definitely not just a straight path from, not the shortest point from A to B. Definitely not the shortest <laughs> point from A to B. <laughs> There's A to B short, and then there's AJ's journey to becoming a black belt. Yes. Which is not that. (laughs) So we're basically going to give like a quick rundown of my jujitsu journey and how I got to black belt. Yeah. Because I have to tell you, it was so exciting to be here the Thursday night before camp and watch you get that. Thank you. From Rachel. That was just the coolest thing. Uh, I had maybe not planned on being here. That is correct. I'm sure glad that I was. I'm so glad I told Rissa you weren't coming. I am too. (laughs) She was like, unacceptable. (laughs) Because I did not know I was getting my black belt. Had no idea. Mm -hmm. You looked a little surprised. I definitely was. (laughs) I started crying and then I started walking towards Rachel and stopped thinking I had made it. But I was still a good seven feet away from her. (laughs) I opened my eyes trying to wipe away the tears and I'm still very far away. So what did that feel like? Unreal. And even like the next day, because, you know, then we start camp and everyone's like, congratulations, congratulations. And that didn't feel weird. It was just like, thank you. You know, like, Mm -hmm. but when someone would say congratulations on your black belt, I'd be like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd turn into Joey Lawrence or whatever. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) That's an old school reference. Uh You've never seen Blossom. Right. (laughs) Still reliving that 90s party. Yes, we we are. Yeah, we are. But yeah, I had no idea. It was a definite shock. She actually striped me at the beginning of the night. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, like definitely didn't think yeah. I would end up with a black belt at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> kind of wish I'd have worn a different color geese, so it would have popped a little more. Oh my gosh. So I was wearing black, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> and then my first seminar as a black belt was no gi. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because that's what I was teaching at camp. So, and then my first class as a black belt that I taught was no gi. (laughs) And for a gi person, that just didn't feel right. But (laughs) it's kind of funny. But yeah, so I I got to finally, and I wore my gi and black belt throughout the rest of the weekend. But like, Mm -hmm. as far as like teaching goes, it wasn't until the following Tuesday that I got to actually (laughs) teach in my black belt. Does it feel different teaching as a black belt? No. I mean, no. (laughs) I've been teaching full time for years now. So, yeah, yeah, it doesn't really feel any different other than sometimes I look down and I'm like, (laughs) what's that? (laughs) Red bar really pops. (laughs) What does having your black belt mean to you? Hmm. I think a big part of it is it means that I persisted, Mm -hmm. you know, like I didn't give up. And there were definitely times that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you start training? The first time I ever trained was in 1999. Okay. Out of a garage, because that's where we were training then. Uh-huh. We opened our school uh, in 2000. And, you know, I trained a little here and there. In 2004, I got really into it. I was training every morning and night, competing, you know, like I got super into it. 
but then we couldn't afford to keep our school open. <laughs> we could not afford the bills. So I went to work full time and part, lots of part-time jobs too. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't really get back into training on a very regular basis until 2009. Then my dad died in 2010. So 2010 and 11 are kind of a blur mm-hmm. of depression. But then I start getting, getting back on the mat a lot and I get my blue belt in May of 13. So I was a white belt for 13 and a half years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even remember where your question was. <laughs> Oh, what, so what does having your black belt mean oh, yeah. to you? And then I would persisted. Yeah. So, yeah. So definitely I'd say when I wanted to quit the most was in that, uh, you know, 2011 timeframe where I was depressed from my dad. We had a student that we had kicked out and he was really bullying me online, um, which is a interesting thing to get bullied as an adult. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he was talking a lot of trash and then, some of the uh, other guys were kind of getting in on that. And I almost quit then. I almost quit because I just felt like maybe I didn't belong. Mm-hmm. And it was a really, really hard time. Yeah. And actually, one of my friends kind of confronted me. And I think we've probably told this story a little bit. Um, but she kind of confronted me and was like, why are you hiding? Uh-huh. <laughs> and that just kind of made me you know, recognize that I was. Because I, I think when you're hiding, you don't always notice that you're hiding. Uh-huh. So yeah, that, that kind of helped me pull out of my shell a little bit. And I decided, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. And in 2013, I started a women's only program. And I think that's what kind of changed my perspective mm-hmm. was like then having people to guide. Yeah. But yeah, I think just being a black belt to me means like I didn't give up even when I wanted to, even when people were telling me I should. <laughs> That's nice. Isn't it nice? Yeah. 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 Jiu-jitsu is for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. But it means a lot to me. I mean, the other day I tried to write down all of the black belts that I've trained with. Mm -hmm. So not watch their instructional. I did not include that. Mm -hmm. I only included ones that I have taken a seminar from or a class or a private lesson or gotten to roll with. And I'm currently, I'm I'm sure I'm missing people because I haven't like really been able to dive into it from like years ago yet. I'm just like, this is just memory. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I trained with that guy and that guy. Um, And I'm at about 65. So 65 black belts helped me get from white to black belt. That's really cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I I think that's really cool. I just think it it was just like, I'm a counter. (laughs) I I just like those numbers because I could say a lot of black belts helped me get here and you know, a lot of all the belts, but it was just a cool thing to kind of like get into and see how many black belts have really had a part in this. So I know sometimes when um, promotions are given out, we may not always feel worthy of going up to that next belt level. Do you feel worthy? Thursday, I didn't really have a problem with it. Friday, I didn't really have a problem with it. Saturday, when Rachel was teaching, I was like, ah, no. I was like, I just, I don't think, you know, this doesn't feel right. This can't be right. (laughs) So it was like, it it needed like the novelty to kind of wear off for Uh me to be like, oof, I don't know. (laughs) This is big. Are you sure? (laughs) And, you know, the one thing I know for sure is that like, I'm a good coach. Mm -hmm. I'm a good instructor. I know a lot of jujitsu. And that was what Rachel said. You know, when she gave me my black belt, she was like, 
AJ knows more jujitsu than anyone in this room, me included. Mm-hmm. And that meant a lot to me because yeah. like, I do know a lot of jujitsu. I have been to so many seminars and camps and I'm constantly trying to learn and improve even at black belt. Yeah. A lot of people say black belt's a new starting point and it is like, I still have a lot more to learn. I don't feel like it feels arrogant to say that I feel like I deserve it. You know, like that just feels arrogant and I'm not very good at, uh, saying positive things about myself. We're going to be working on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do know I've been doing jujitsu a long time. I know a lot of jujitsu. I can compete well. (laughs) Uh I've won some good things. And I just feel like this was just a part of the process. Yeah. So I also really trust Rachel's judgment. Yeah. She has only given out one black belt before me. She's very, you know, she wasn't going to give it to me if I didn't deserve it. And so kind of feeling like I, if I were to say I don't deserve it, mm-hmm. feels like I'm questioning her. Right. And I'm certainly not. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we have to trust our coaches yeah. because they see things in us that we don't necessarily see. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, like it didn't, it hasn't mattered over the past couple of years what belt I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, you know, for some people it does. For some people they're like, you have to be a black belt to you know, teach a seminar or whatever. But I've been teaching seminars. I've been doing private lessons. I've been teaching classes constantly. So I think in that manner, like I didn't need that black belt to validate me. Yeah, that makes sense. How are you feeling about competing as a black belt? <laughs> so funny story. <laughs> a couple weeks before camp, I like woke up and I was like, we're not doing Master Worlds. We're not doing it. It's been so stressful of a year plus now. Um, these last couple months have been extremely stressful. And I was like, we don't need that stress right now. You know, like, let's just not do it. Let's, well, there, there are going to be others, right? There's always, there's others. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like, we're not going to do it. And then Rachel gave me my black belt. <laughs> and instantly I'm like, who's in my division? <laughs> and the thing is, I always said it was a goal of mine to be able to compete alongside Rachel Mm -hmm. and we're both master three female black belts, different weight classes. Um, (laughs) Definitely. Um, But we'd be in the same open. And I just never thought that I would get that opportunity. Mm -hmm. I thought that she would retire from competition before I would get my black belt. Mm -hmm. So it feels like it's now or never. So instantly I'm like, all right, looks like we're going to (laughs) compete. And I don't know. Kind of in the same way when I got my purple belt, there was a little bit of like, there's no pressure. I yeah. just got this. Yeah. You know, like it is what it is. I'm going to go out and do my best. It's my team is going to love me no matter if I come back with a gold medal or not. It right. doesn't matter. Like they're just proud of me for the work I put in and going out there and giving it my best. Yeah. I will say I'm looking at Chicago open to like knock the dust off. Right. Yeah. Um, and there, when I've looked, there is not a single female master black belt registered. Okay. No big deal. I'll fight the babies. (laughs) Uh, so I looked and there is an adult female black belt in my weight division. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, except masters are five minutes and adult black belts are 10 minutes. (laughs) 
Oh God, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> it sounds so awful. <laughs> and so that's the only part where I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Other than that, other than that, let's just go do it. Yeah. So are you going to do Chicago? Probably. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And when is that? August 14th. Oh, that's just around the corner. Just around the corner. Got to knock the dust off because that's only yeah. a couple weeks before Master Worlds. Master Worlds is September 1st through the 3rd. Okay. So, yeah, we're in it. We're in competition prep now. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So you spent a lot of time at White Belt. What was Blue Belt like for you? I think Blue Belt's really where I found my passion for jujitsu, where I became that AJ Klingerman obsessed with jujitsu. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was a blue belt for four and a half years, training constantly, competing constantly. But yeah, blue belt's definitely where I found my passion for it. And blue belt's where I started running camps. It's where I started teaching women's only classes. Like, I think um, really blue belt was one of my favorite belts because of that. Nice. Yeah. Purple, I was purple for like three years, I think. And I won... Nogi Worlds and Pans at Purple. I also lost a ton at Purple. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I lost far more than I won. Um, I just happened to win two big ones. Yeah. And th- it wasn't because no one else was in the division. <laughs> uh, for Nogi Worlds, I had to bump up a division into the unlimited weight class because I didn't have anybody to go against. Oh, wow. So, you know, like sometimes, especially as a female, you really have to find matches you know you have to like look where where's the closest to my division that right. I can get into <laughs> so purple belt was was fun uh, purple's my favorite color so that you know I liked all the gear <laughs> <laughs> brown belt I was a brown for a little over a year and a half and in many ways brown was the hardest for me why is that just personal life mm-hmm. you know I was basically brown through like the pandemic stuff. And I don't know. Brown is just, it was a hard belt, a lot going on in my personal life, but also a lot of joy. Mm -hmm. You know, like I really figured out who I am at Brown Belt. I really, really got into teaching more. Like I became the full-time coach uh, at the academy and was teaching all the night classes and teaching day classes. And, you know, so I think I found my, just my groove a lot better at Brown Belt though. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I also got to train a little more all over the world at Brown Belt. You know, I got to do Costa Rica. Yeah. So some really cool experiences at Brown, but Brown was also very emotionally hard. Yeah. I also, you know, I did switch coaches at Brown Belt. So I got my Brown Belt from James as I had all my other belts, but my first stripe on my Brown was from Rachel. So, you know, I, I mourned the loss of my coach. Definitely. You know, like divorce is hard for a lot of reasons. And that was just an added thing, like adding in that, like he wouldn't be the one to tie that last belt around me was really, really hard. And I shed a lot of tears about that because most, I mean, I've, I've learned from 65 black belts, but most of my jujitsu came from him. And so, you know, like that was really hard for me, but Rachel was a great choice to, to, you know, yeah. To, to be my new coach. So when James and I split in June of 21, I asked Rachel then, and, and nobody even knew we split for months later, um, but she did. And so she knew that that was, you know, she was my coach then. 
the he no longer could be mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. a weird conflict of interest kind right? of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so it, I'm very thankful I got to be under her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Brown Belt was a, a definite weird one. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to as a black belt? I want to go teach at other women's only camps. That sounds fun. I just, I really want that. I want to, you know, like we love our camp. I love getting to teach at camp. Um, But yeah, I really want to be able to teach at other camps. I think that would be really cool. Cool. So if you run a women's only camp, hit me up. I want to be one of your coaches. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. (laughs) Another quick thing I'm really looking forward to is just, I'm continuing to inspire other women, you know, like. It doesn't matter if it takes you 22 years to uh-huh. get a black belt. You keep at it. You can get a black belt. So at about 67. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You won't be the first 67-year-old yeah. woman getting her black belt. Yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of awesome. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, girl, I got to keep these hips moving. <laughs> let's get some Shakira on. Right, right. Let's, let's do some spider guard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in for this episode. You can hang out with us on Instagram at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. I'm hanging out there at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman everywhere you go, except TikTok, where I'm role model grappling, which I'm also role model grappling everywhere you go. And I'm also on TikTok at Brassy Broad Jen. And if you haven't followed us already, make sure you do because we are actually going to start posting more reels and more video content and all that good stuff. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you on on the the mat. mat.